What's up, everybody? It's Dorian. And Morgan. And this is The, the Rooted, Rooted Life. Life. Welcome back to our podcast, y'all. It's been a little minute. A lot has gone down over the last mm. few weeks with us, y'all. We can't wait to update y'all on everything that's been happening with The Rooted Life. Morgan, inform the people. What's well, by the grace of God only, <laughs> we were able to complete the Daniel Fast for Transformation Church. Praise the Lord. Shout out to TC Nation. <laughs> uh, and that fast was super difficult for both of us and also very rewarding so I think again I speak for both of us when I say like it really deepened our faith I think it brought us to new levels yeah. and deeper waters with God and on top of that we successfully participated in our first speaking engagement on hey. January 25th, uh, 25th. Um, and it was fun and also kind of scary and exciting yeah and I think it's kind of a preview for what God wants to do with this platform so I am hyped but I feel like I'm missing something what else what else did we do I mean, you know, there's always more that God is doing. Um, mm. Let's see what else. Well, we got to five, 700 followers 700, on Instagram. Yeah, right. which is crazy because we started the year off just a little bit over 600. Mm-hmm. And now we're a little bit over 700. So we've grown almost 100 followers in less than a month, wow. which is crazy because like we have this goal that we're really looking forward to and to see that in just less than 30 days, he's already like, all right, I got y'all like. I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see what you're about to do. Mm-mm-mm. And I love it, too, because we wrote down the vision, which we shared, I think, um, our first ep- uh, second episode of this uh, series. Yeah. Um, but it's just really cool to see that God is, like, already at work. He's mm. making it happen. Our vision is 1,500 followers this year, and he's going to make it happen. So I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm excited, too, because it's, like, it's not just a number. It's not just, like, there's 700 people that, like, want to hear what we have to say. Those mm-hmm. are 700 hearts. Yeah. And those are 700 opportunities for us to share God's love with people. Yeah. And so... I just love that we get the chance to share God's word, but we can't even share it if we don't know it. It's Ooh. like trying to like pour from an empty cup. Mm, come on, Mo, read us. Well, mm-hmm. I think that sets us up even for today, what we're going to talk about, our Deeper Root series. We're on episode three, and today we're talking about quiet time in the word. That sounds real spiritual and <laughs> super religious. Like if I heard that, I'd be like, I ain't going to listen to that episode. That sounds like too much. Too much. But really what we're trying to say is that in order to have a strong uh, relationship with God and have strong roots that produce fruit in every season, we have to spend time with him. Yeah. And just like we would with any other relationships, we spend time with people to get to know them and know their heart. And so quiet time is really about just prioritizing that time with him to get to know him and enjoy his presence and really being intentional about setting that, si- um, that time aside. Mm. And giving him a chance uninterrupted and giving him the license to really speak and move and instruct us. Mm, I like how you said license. I looked at the word license. And in this case, I think when you're using the definition, it means that we are authorizing God to release a word into our lives. Isn't that crazy? And I think we forget how much power that God has given us in the relationship with him. Mm -hmm. He's such a gentleman that he's actually waiting for permission by the way of our open hearts and our prayers to really come and commune with us. Oh, Lord, there goes that word commune again and I actually looked up the word commune and it means to focus on God converse talk often with profound intensity intimate communication or rapport as sharing your heart and mind with God in prayer it's an interchange of ideas or sentiments and it derives from the French uh, word commune which means common and to share. Mm. So commune is deeper than just spending time with God. Cause mm-hmm. we can do that anywhere. Like yeah. we can do that in church. We can do it at a conference. But when we say commune, it's really about stepping that word intimate is what stood out to me mm-hmm. is an intimate interaction with God. And um, it's about being in close spiritual contact with him. Mm. So I think the most important de- part of that definition was the word interchange, yeah. which means like a free exchange between us and God. It's not mm. one sided, but it's both sides playing into, um, that experience and James 4 8 says come near to God and he will come near to you so I think that really comes to life when we 
Have quiet time with God. Ooh, I love that, Joe. And what I really love about that definition is that it emphasizes the heart posture behind quiet time rather than emphasizes the activities you do during quiet time. Mm. And I think it's really important for us to dispel this myth that quiet time has to look a certain way or sound a certain way or happen in a certain place or mm. be a certain length of time. We know Jesus woke up early to commune with God, but he also communed in the evening after he um, fed the crowd with the five fish and two loaves. Yeah. And he communed with God on the cross. So for me, that tells me that I can have that quiet time, that interchange, that intimate moment anywhere at any time mm -hmm. but if we know all this like we know that it's important <laughs> why can't we prioritize to make it happen I mean because we booked and busy Mo mm. like when I think about my own life I'm like dang there is so much that I have to do in my mm -hmm. limited time in the day and so by the time I wake up work out go to work all day and then do something some type of side hustle that I have after always. work <laughs> you know I'm always doing something <laughs> by the time I get home it's like I'm ready to go to bed and rest and do it all over again to be real Wow. So I guess you've been talking to God about me because it feels like you kind of <laughs> came for me and I wasn't really prepared. Uh, what it, what I hear you saying and what I can relate to so much is that it sounds like we're trying to fit God into our busy schedule mm. instead of fitting our busy schedule around what God wants Ooh. and spending time with him. So what do you think are some of the barriers to actually uh, making that quiet time happen? Well, I feel like you know, the barrier beyond us just being busy is our perspective about the true value of that quiet time spent with God. Yeah. And so when we think about the essential things that we do every single day, we get up, we shower, we brush our teeth, we eat breakfast. Like we don't ever second guess the mm. value of those things. We just jump right into them because we know that they need to happen. Wow. But when we think about our time with God, we don't see that as essential like those other mm. things sometimes. But when we shift that perspective and think about the fact that God is the one who created created us he gave us the day that we're even jumping into mm. and his presence in our life only adds value he can't take anything away like he only deposits into us mm. and so once we shift our perspective to think about that and the purpose and peace that God gives us then I think that we can really give him the priority that he needs in our lives and I really feel like we can't even call a day a success if we don't take the time to even ask God what his opinion about that day is wow what I loved what you talked about is to the essential, like brushing my teeth. Like I would feel so weird if I walked Bruh. out of my apartment without brushing my teeth. Come on now. I should feel the same about not spending time with my creator. Yes. And the fact that I would brush my teeth every day, but not talk to God and spend time with him every mm. day. It's just, it's convicting to yeah. say. <laughs> him and I have a lot to talk about tonight during quiet time. Really. <laughs> um, but something you said really resonated, um, particularly the part about the opinion. Mm. And um, I think the part about like not asking his opinion is just so real. And I think that could be a real barrier too. Because I know that when I have my quiet time or my idea of quiet time, mm -hmm. I have a little routine. Like, I'm going to do a little worship, a little prayer, a little devotional. And I've decided how I want to spend that time with him. Yeah. But if it's an interchange, like if I'm hanging out with my friend, I ask him, like, what you want to do? Mm -hmm. So for me to go into there and tell God what I want to do, I think it's just not the best uh, method. And I really feel like he wants us to have a heart. Like in Matthew 11, 28 which talks about come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Mm. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So it's like, I can't even find rest if I'm busy trying to call the shots and run all the plays. Yeah. I mean, we stay trying to be, the coach. We want to run the <laughs> shots. And really, I believe it undermines his expertise Ooh. because he is the one who specializes in setting us up to make the best plays. Wow. So how do we then break away from that habit of just jumping right into routine and trying to like lead 
the time. Mm, my mom reminded me of the story. I was asking her about this. She reminded me about Martha and Mary, like the good thing versus the godly thing. Mm. And in order to do the godly thing, we have to ask him because a lot of times we're doing the good thing and he's like, that's not actually what I wanted you to do. Mm. So I think just ask God how he wants to, you know, how he wants to spend that time. How can he be glorified in this moment? What's going to bring him the most praise? So yeah. for me, I always start with worship. That's a good starting point. That's such a great pro tip. If you don't know where to start, just usher in God's presence mm-hmm. and prepare your heart with worship. I didn't used to do this but now I've started to play a little music at the beginning of my quiet time and I feel like just hearing and repeating those lyrics to a song Mm -hmm. it really Mm -hmm. just kind of sets the tone for what that time looks like with him and I feel more prepared and ready to really connect with God Um, have you found any other barriers that (laughs) kind of prevent you from having meaningful quiet time girl have I for one, I don't like getting up early. I'll do a little devotion in the morning, but then I like to like get in the word at night. Yeah. So getting up a little early to do devotional is not that hard. Yeah. Uh, but then what happens is I've had such a busy day or I have school and, and work and then maybe we'll have like community group. So I'll get home at like 11. And by then I'm so tired that I'm like trying to rush while I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks ago after community group, I was like, I got to do my devotion. And the Holy Spirit was like, why are you rushing to do this? Like, that's not the point. If you're going to rush to do it just so that you feel good, yep. I don't get the glory. That's for you and your pride. Ooh. So you might as well just not do it because it's not even about me. Okay. Shots like, fired <clears throat> at your girl. <clears throat> I mean, dang. Wow. Uh, so for me, <laughs> there has to be, it was so, I, and I, <laughs> do, would you believe I still kept trying to do the devotion? I was like, no, yep. it's, it's for you, God. Yep. And he's that's like, me. It's not for this is not for my glory. This is for yours. So mm. I'm not getting the glory out of this. So I'm not in it. Yeah. Do it on your own. So <laughs> what I learned from that is that I need to have more wisdom and trying to allocate my time of when I'm going to have my quiet time. Yeah. Um, so sometimes that's like doing it earlier in the evening before I do my plan. So mm-hmm. if I have a little window of time before I have plans after work, I'll do it at home. Um, but also if I feel myself rushing, just like stopping and be like, okay, God, I'm rushing right now. Can mm-hmm. you slow me down? Like give me a pure heart because I want to have the right intention so you can get the glory. If my intentions are to feel good and check off a little box, you don't get the glory and that's a waste of my time. Yeah. So show me how to have the right heart behind it because I I just want to please you that's good I feel like you've exposed an area in my own life where I maybe need to do some digging okay and um and do some seeking for myself (laughs) but just to recap some of the things that we've talked about as far as strengthening our quiet time so we can shift our perspective about the value of time spent with God Mm. we can seek God with pure intentions and let him lead us when we are in his presence and then finally we can just schedule our quiet time more wisely and stop trying to act like we can stay up late and be reading the bible because it Half just sleep. doesn't work anything else you want to add yeah i think to just giving ourselves grace like he's not expecting perfection from us mm. nor is he expecting us to get it right every time and i think also recognizing that my quiet season or quiet time looks different depending on the season that i'm in like yeah. right now my quiet time looks like i have time in the evenings mm-hmm. and so i can do that but one day god willing when i'm married with kids like it's gonna look different yeah. and um sometimes i spend an hour in the word Sometimes I can spend five minutes and he reveals something. Mm. So I think just being open to letting him move the way he wants to move. Yeah. And recognize like if you didn't get it right yesterday, like if you didn't get in your word, like it's okay. Yeah. Seek him about it. He knows. He's mm-hmm. not mad. But he wants to help us cultivate more of a practice 
of like having that intimate communion with him. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing behind what you're saying is that heart posture piece. I've been having conversations recently with my friends about like, well, what if I don't read my Bible? Or what if I don't go to church? And like, mm-hmm. what about the people who don't have access to do those things? And I think that was the whole point of Jesus redeeming us. It, mm-hmm. it was not about the law. It was mm-hmm. not about following a specific set of rules to then be made right with God. You're already made right with God. Mm-hmm. So just come to him with that genuine heart and mm-hmm. see what he wants you to do. If I don't, it's like, well, you miss out. That's that's the consequence, yeah. honestly. Ooh. It's a built-in consequence. You miss out on getting to know his heart, mm-hmm. knowing his character, and the opportunity to build your faith. Because there's going to be a moment where you need that scripture you're supposed to be reading that Ooh. night. You'll need it. Yeah. So like when you miss out on it, that's on you. He's gracious enough. But it's really for our benefit. Yeah. Um, And I think we have to remember that this is for my benefit. Just like when I eat my breakfast every morning or when I work out, like this is for my ultimate good. Yeah. I love that Ephesians 1, 7, 8 says that God is rich in kindness and Mm. grace, that he has showered his kindness on us along with all his wisdom and understanding. So one thing I just want to encourage you all that if you feel far off or you feel disconnected and this, this idea of quiet time seems like something that you don't even really understand or know about, then that's okay. That Mm -hmm. That does not stop you from taking the first step. And as you continue to seek him, just like the scripture says, he will give you that wisdom and understanding. So you'll begin to have more clarity around what quiet time should even look like in your life. And you'll see that it'll start to feed your soul. Because once you try it that first time, you're like, okay, I feel a little bit better about my day. Mm -hmm. Like I went through my day. And like you said, I recalled a scripture from that time or something God spoke to me Mm -hmm. resonated later on in that day. And every single day you just build up that devotion and you look up and it's like you feel empty if you don't have that quiet time for real and I think something you said reminded me of Pastor Mike Todd's message like I don't wait to feel like doing it to do it <sighs> come on if I wait to feel like reading my word I'll be asleep at 10 mm. which is what I really come want. on now but what I really want more than that what my spirit wants is to commune with my father so I don't wait to feel it mm. and I don't stop early if I read a scripture I'm like I don't have nothing I don't say well good try <laughs> I'm like God I'm gonna sit here because I want to hear from you and if yeah. I don't feel changed after I spent my word then I need to I need us to do some more heart check yeah so I think also don't wait till you feel like it Mm -hmm. and if you don't feel it keep reading he'll reveal it um and so I just feel very encouraged and also very convicted because I did not read the bible last night (laughs) I got home too late I don't think I got to it yesterday (laughs) but I believe that he's growing me (laughs) yeah and helping me develop a more consistent practice um so I really hope y'all feel encouraged and that this challenges us in a healthy way to keep growing deeper in our quiet time um and you won't know him until you spend time with him Mm. but if you put forth the effort to seek him trust me you're going to find out that what is said in um, Jeremiah 29 13 is true you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So let's be a people that intentionally and consistently seeks to commune with our Father. Mm, amen, Mo. Well, episode three of our Deep Roots series is a wrap. And so we hope you all found this helpful and that you're going to tune in for part four next week. Um, it'll drop on Wednesday, February 19th. And we'll be talking about ways to deepen our worship life. Oh, girl, that's about to be so good. You know, I love me some worship. Yes. And if you're listening and you haven't followed us, go ahead and go on Instagram at Rooted Life Podcast and give us a follow. And if you haven't um, given us a review on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and do that. And just as a quick reminder, y'all, we got Rooted Life winter merch for sale. We got merch. We got hoodies, crew necks, tees. These are all available on our website, www.rootedlifepodcast.com. And you can be in Jesus drip <laughs> as you go out into the world. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, we are standing with you, believing for deeper roots in your quiet time this year. So y'all have a great week and know that we love y'all. Stay, Stay rooted. rooted.